WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art, and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com. This is WFYI News Now. It's January 5th, and I'm Darian Benson. On today's show, three more lawmakers say they won't run for re-election this year. The first round of public health funding arrived for dozens of counties across the state. New research out of Purdue on pig gut bacteria. And the state says it saw nearly $29 billion of economic investment last year. Those investments created over 21,000 jobs, with an average wage of over $36 per hour. Those stories coming up, but first... Michelle Hayes, the former interim CEO at the Indianapolis Public Library and director of the Center for Black Literature and Culture since 2017, announced her leave from the library on Wednesday. Hayes' departure comes over a year after she was declined the permanent CEO position. The community rallied in support of Hayes as the library leader. In a social media post, Hayes says she's proud of the work and partnerships formed during her career at the library and excited for her next chapter. And three more lawmakers have announced they will not run for re-election ahead of the start of the 2024 legislative session. As Brandon Smith reports, that puts the total number of retiring lawmakers closer to the average of the last decade. Representative Ryan Hatfield this week became the first Democrat this election cycle to announce he wouldn't seek another term in his statehouse seat. Instead, after eight years in office, he's running for circuit court judge. Republican representatives Randy Linus and Dennis Sent aren't running for any office this year, announcing recently they'll retire after nine and 12 years in their statehouse seats, respectively. This election cycle, there have now been eight state lawmakers who have announced they won't run for re-election, either to retire or seek a different office. Since 2012, there have been an average of around 13 such decisions per election cycle. 125 state lawmakers, every member of the House and half the Senate, have until February 9th to decide whether to run for re-election. For Indiana Public Broadcasting, I'm Brandon Smith at the State House. 86 Indiana counties received the first round of public health funding to come from the state's Health First Indiana initiative. Abigail Ruman reports local health departments that opted into the funding have since received a total of $75 million from the state. County elected officials were in charge of the decision to take Health First Indiana funding to provide additional core public health services. All but six local health departments opted to receive the funding in September 2023. To receive money, counties had to agree to use at least 60% of funding on core preventative services, such as immunizations, chronic disease prevention, and maternal and child health. The Indiana Department of Health says a key component of the initiative is to allow local health departments to determine how the funding is spent since they have insight on what their communities need. The Health First Indiana initiative was a result of 2023 legislation that overhauled the state's public health system. Local health departments that opted in will receive an additional $150 million next fiscal year. For Indiana Public Broadcasting, I'm Abigail Ruman. Marion County will receive nearly $11.8 million. The county will use the funds for a wide range of preventative efforts, including maternal and child health, trauma, and food safety. Before the initiative, the state's public health investment averaged $55 per resident, far below the national average of $91 per resident. Researchers at Purdue University have mapped pig gut bacteria in a global study that is likely to become the rubric for all future studies of its kind. 
As Ben Thorpe reports, researchers hope the findings can be used to reduce the use of antibiotics on farms. Antibiotic use in livestock is an area of growing concern. Scientists are increasingly worried about the likelihood of creating antibiotic-resistant bacteria in and around animal farms. Tim Johnson is a professor of animal sciences at Purdue. He says their study creates a roadmap of how pig gut bacteria is supposed to look over time. Pigs have these bacterial milestones that um, is normal, and we can begin to see which bacteria are they missing at their milestone for their age. And those could be bacteria that we potentially add back, try to help them out. According to Johnson, the study allowed scientists to predict a pig's age with 70% accuracy based on its stomach bacteria. I'm Ben Thorpe. And for our final story today, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation released a report showing it had nearly $29 billion in investments during 2023. Violet Comber-Wyland reports this money stems from businesses moving to or expanding within Indiana. The more than $28.7 billion investment comes from 208 companies, and those investments created over 21,000 jobs with an average wage of over $36 per hour. The IEDC says these are the highest numbers reported since the agency was started in 2005. The organization also says three new federal tech hub designations contributed to increased investment this year, and there were increases in both rural community and foreign direct investment. Despite reporting the uptick in investments, the organization is still facing public scrutiny for several ventures, including the organization's proposed LEAP project, an industrial park development that has caused sustainability concerns. For Indiana Public Broadcasting, I'm Violet Comberweilen. That's all for today's episode of WFYI News Now. Our podcast is produced by the following people who live in your community. Arbriana Heron, Drew Doblin, Kendall Antron, who composed the music for this podcast, and me, Darian Benson. Our news director is Sarah Neil Estes. If you liked today's episode, remember to subscribe and share. And follow WFYI on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube to check in on our newsroom throughout the day. Thanks for listening. We'll be back Monday.